On the Pasuk Odom Kiyakrav Mikem Karbal HaShem, Rashi, after quoting the words Odom Kiyakrav Mikem, Rashi translated as Kisha Yakriv, that means it's a choice. If you will bring, it's a Karban Adova. Seemingly, Rashi is basing this on the word Ki Yakriv, that's seemingly implying it's a if, that means it's something completely optional. The question the Rebbe has is, why is Rashi quoting then the words Odom and Mikem if Rashi is only explaining the words Kiyakriv? Then Rashi goes ahead in another Rashi, and on the word Odom, Rashi says, why does it say Odom? To learn out from Odom Arishan, just like he did not bring from something that was stolen, because everything was his, so too you shouldn't bring from stolen goods. The Rebbe says, what's bothering Rashi with the word Odom? Well, we can't say that the issue is only that the word is extra, because we find many times that the Psukim start off with that word Odom. So, some of Farshim say that it should have rather said the word Ish. But the Rebbe has a problem with this, because why is Ish better than Adam? It seems like the Torah uses both of them quite commonly and quite often. The Rebbe also asks, why does Rashi first explain, seemingly the words Kiyakriv, Adam Kiyakriv Mikem, Kiyakriv meaning optional, and only then does he go to explain the word Adam, the comparison to Adam Marishan. So some of Farshim will say that these two questions are actually answered one by the other. It's only after we establish that we're speaking about a carbon nedava do we have the problem with the word Adam. That is, Adam, Razal tell us, refers to a Yid. So here's the problem. If we say it's speaking about a carbon nedava, well, we know a Goy could also bring a carbon nedava. Then why would the Pasuk say Adam? It should have rather say Ish, which could include Goyim as well. So Rashi says the reason it says Adam is to learn out that you shouldn't bring from Gzela just like Adam or Rishon did not. However, this is problematic, the Rebbe says, for a number of reasons. According to Rashi, we don't know this whole concept that only Yidin are called Adam. Number two, at this point in the Torah, we have no idea that Goyim could even bring a carbon Nedava. The next point the Rebbe says is, if that's the case, it shouldn't, Rashi shouldn't say, why does it say Adam? It should say, how could it say Adam, if really it includes Goyim as well? The Rebbe also asks, seemingly the word Mikem in the Pasuk is extra, and Rashi doesn't deal with that. And finally, the Rebbe makes some comparisons between Rashi's wording and the sources of Rashi, which are seemingly either the Medrash Rabbah and the Tanchumo, which we will get back to soon. The Rebbe says the explanation in all of this is, when we start learning the Parsha of Karbonis, our first assumption would be naturally that we're speaking about Karbonis that are an obligation, unless we have some reason to believe otherwise. So how would we understand our Pasuk, if it does say Kiyakriv, which does seem to be optional, how would we understand our Pasuk that it could include, on the one hand, we're speaking about Karbonis that are a Choyv, and on the other hand, it is optional. So a very simple way how we can maybe deal with that is by saying that it's speaking about a carbon that is an obligation for Yidin. And Kiyakriv then would be saying that it's optional because a Goy could bring an optional carbon. That's why Rashi has to say the word Mikem from you, amongst you, from the Yidin. So we're clearly not speaking about the Goyim. So you might come along and say, yeah, well, I have another way how to explain that it's a, both an obligation as would seem to be the beginning of Parshas Karboni, speaking about obligations, as well as an optional carbon. Perhaps it could work by saying that there are certain Karbonis, let's say a carbon for an Aveira. It's an obligation to bring it, but for certain people, let's say someone that just turned Bar Mitzvah and he wants to bring a carbon for something that he did before Bar Mitzvah, well, maybe it's an optional thing that he could bring this carbon. So Rashi says, yeah, but it says the word Adam. Now we know Ish usually is the terminology they use when someone turns Bar Mitzvah. If the point would be that the focus over here is 
about whether the person turned bar mitzvah or not, so the Pasuk should have used the term ish. Since it says the term adam, that's what Rashi is telling us. Adam kiyakram must be must be that we're speaking about something that would be for all people equally, and that's why we must be saying that it's speaking about a carbon nedava that's for everyone, a equal um, donation, not only depending on your age. However, the only question that remains is: so the pasuk didn't have to say the word ish, but it also doesn't have to say adam at all. There's no need to say anything. And especially that it does say the word mikem already anyways. So that's why Rashi comes along and tells us and says, why does it say Adam? That's the limit from Adam Arisha. And just like he did not bring from Gzela because everything was his, so too you shouldn't bring from Gzela. The Rebbe then goes ahead and explains a very beautiful point. The Rashi says, the term should, the Rashi says because everything was his. He doesn't say because he was the only one, as is the terminology in the Medrash. The Rebbe says, because um, we actually, first of all, we don't actually find in the Torah, in Pshutish or Mikra at least, we don't actually find that Adam Arishan brought a carbon. So what Rashi could be saying is that he didn't have the chance, he wasn't able to bring from any sort of thing that were Gzela, because everything was his. And that's what he means, he doesn't say he brought a carbon, but not from Gzela. He did not bring from Gzela, Meaning, possibly he didn't bring at all. Or maybe he did bring, but it wasn't possible to be from Gzela. The Rebbe says further, if the reason that he didn't bring from Gzela, it would be, as the Medrash says, he's the only one in the world, and he doesn't have who to steal from. Well, how long was he the only one in the world for? Right after that, for after a very short amount of time, Chavos created his Kayan and Hevel, etc. So for most of the time of Adam Arisha, there's plenty of people that he could have stolen from. So rather the Pshat has said before, according to Rashi, is that he wasn't able to bring from Gzela, not because he's the only one in the world, but rather because everything is his, and therefore it's not possible for him to bring from Gzela, even after he, let's say, gives away things to other people, for example, nevertheless you would understand that he wouldn't be wanting to steal from them, etc., etc. The question, however, is how did everything become his? What does it mean that everything was his? Seem, usually we know you have to make a kinyan on something. Now some people want to say that something that's ownerless automatically belongs to, if there's only one person, it will belong to him. But the Rebbe says this needs a lot of clarification, whether this is the case even according to halacha, and definitely this seems to be a very, very big chidush. And Rashi would have to explain it. So the Rebbe explains it based on the fact of a melech, when he conquers a country, automatically everything is his inside. The moment he becomes the owner, the moment he takes over, he becomes the boss. And in a similar way, the Rebbe says is regarding Adam Orishan, that he, the whole world, he was ruling over the whole world, the whole ru- world was, so to speak, o- under his rulership, and therefore similar to a Melech that conquers a country, automatically everything is his, and therefore it's understood simply how what Rashi says, that in fact everything was his, and therefore it's not possible for him to steal anything, and from there we learn that so too, when we bring a carbon from Hashem, it has to be, be something that belongs properly to us.